The General Insurance presents Shower Ballads by Shaq. And I'm gonna keep on out everyone does sound better in the shower and it turns out the general is a quality insurance company that's been saving people money for nearly 60 years for a great low rate and nearly 60 years of quality coverage make the right call and go with the general the general auto insurance services inc insurance agency nashville tennessee some restrictions apply Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash agentacademy. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle or MP3 player. And now, welcome to the Agent Academy. Downloading latest Intel package. Welcome back. I was getting worried about you. Agent Academy episode 90 recorded on February 10th, 2022. I'm Brent, uh, Agent Goonie Guy. <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Agent Dewey J. And I'm Agent Bane. What are we missing? We're missing something. Agent Chat. Uh, I'll figure it out. Anyway, uh, today <laughs> we asked y'all to submit your ideas for what's in the capsule because we haven't got to that in years. <laughs> this week or month? Two years to be exact. It's been a while. So we got a few submissions. We're still kind of scanning for other submissions. Feel free to put them into chat as well just uh, uh, maybe hashtag it with WITC uh, get our attention somehow in there but we'll be trying to keep an eye on that as well um, first we'll kind of talk about our weeks and what we've been up to and then if there's any news there's only a little bit which is good and then we'll get into what's in the capsule after that so who wants to start it off tonight Okay, we'll just go with Bane. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this week, it's it's been a busy, busy week. A lot of a lot of just talk with uh, Curious Effect locations. We had a a little bit of a surprise over the weekend with a couple of paywalled locations. Mm-hmm. So there are clusters that were lit up within Disneyland, Disney World, and also the terminal. Of Charlotte Douglas International Airport. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed that one. <laughs> so we've had a little bit of dialogue back and forth with Niantic about you know paywalled locations or if you just have a location that folks aren't quite happy with, and the suggestion that Niantic is giving uh, out to the community is if you are requesting any changes to any Curie's Effect Battle Beacon locations. Please try to reach a cross-faction consensus. I know how difficult that might be in some areas, but try to, you know, play nice. We're, we're all playing the same game out there. Or is it a game? I'm and just, uh, I'm not playing. Post on the forums if you have any, you know, qualms about paywalled locations, and those will be dealt with. But uh, as an administrative note there, if battle beacons are removed, they cannot be replaced. So it's all or nothing. So you're saying for a location, it's all or nothing? Correct. Okay. 
things are moving around behind us. And then for me personally, outside of just running with uh, Curie's effect changes and feedback, I've just been trying to hack power cubes as, as many as I possibly can to feed my recharge addiction. And I've been running out some kinetic capsules just to see if I can stay at a decent running pace and still get that credit. Uh, so far, so good. I'm able to churn out gear pretty consistently. I mean, I'm not running super fast. <laughs> 10 minute miles, probably not super impressive to, to most folks that are running out here, but hey, I'm, I'm trying. But I can confirm that I am at least able to get kinetic capsule distance at that speed. So cool. got to run them. But slow enough that you couldn't do it riding a bike. That's yes. that's what I've heard. Antidotal evidence. Uh, yeah, I don't think biking will work for kinetic capsule distance. Fairly confident on that one. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, that sounds like you had a good week. How about you, Dewey J? Uh, it was a week. Uh, spent a lot of time looking over the map, finding those little purple circles, um, and trying to remember where they're all at. Did get to throw some more layers over the cell, and uh, so we're put us further ahead the zero score. Um, so doing doing that intel work for the battles on the nineteenth. And uh, hacking for battle beacon gear so I can have some. So it's I'm actually going to be able to make it to one of them, I think. So it'll be good to kind of kind of be in anomaly mode, so to say. Op mode, om anomaly mode, however you want to say it. So looking forward to it. So are they and, still showing up on the maps or are they gone off the map now? They've been showing up every day, um, so some will pop up, some will go away. Uh, some locations will have one or two added. Uh, same location may have one or two that were there yesterday that aren't there today. So trying to figure out the secret sauce there. I, I have some theories. We can talk about when we get to that point. But, uh, yeah, if, if you think that you identified them all on one day, uh, no, I don't think that's the way it works. But you should so, have an idea of the location. So if you know it's it's in this city, in this park, for say, you should be good. But as for guaranteeing that this one portal is going to be there, that's probably not going to be there all the time, my guess. And, and they're we, not messing with us by showing the ornaments on them on the map and then changing which portals they're going to be. So each day we're actually seeing the updated list, but the old ones aren't there anymore. Correct. There's some that are there. All, there's some that are there that have been there consistently. So every time that I check the map, there's two or three of or four of them that they're always lit. But there's some that oh, there was you know these two over here on the side of the park were here on Sunday, but come Tuesday they they're not lit up for Tuesday. So. Now, if we want to skip to that, I can, I can give you my ideas on it, but I'll let you talk about your week, and we can get to that later. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. And my week was short. Um, I finally finished one full week of hacking. Like, yay! Uh, I actually, I like, I haven't been on the weekends. I've been just staying at home and haven't been going out. So it's like I get my five days uh, when I go into work, and then on the weekend I don't get those two days. So. 
Um, Sounds like we need to get you a couch like, portal. Yeah, he needs a couch portal. Yeah. We yeah, that you just just spoof it. Just just spoof it. Oh, That's no problem. Okay. <laughs> Where's oh the band hammer? <laughs> band. <laughs> nope. Won't do that. Um but I, I mean I've I've tried to submit uh couch portals. Um and I, I thought I had a really good one, and maybe because a tree was blocking the area. I don't know. I'll make a little library. A little free oh. library, pergola monument bench. There you go. Or you could do like somebody Something did like in that. our in our area. They got a little lighthouse out of a an aquarium, put it in their yard, and they got real close with the camera and called it a lighthouse. Like, no, I don't think that one's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll figure out something. Uh, and the other thing was I uh, got Platinum Trekker, and I it's all due to turning Adventure Sync on, I'm sure. Um, but, I mean, it's a pretty big gap from going from the, the previous – Badge to that one. It's like what, 100, 300, 1,000? Yeah. Um, so it's anyway. So that that was about it for me, besides the normal, uh, you know, throwing a few small fields, like really small fields. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's uh, move on into something we like to call. That was a secret code there, maybe. <laughs> he had a strange mustache. Uh, so we're, you already talked a little bit about the ornaments and mm-hmm. things coming up for uh, your easy uh, effect phase two. Do you mm-hmm. want to uh, delve into that a little bit more? Sure. Uh, we saw on Saturday and Sunday, uh, they had for about eight hours, uh, they had lit up by area. So... Uh, Asia Pacific was up for about eight hours and then Europe came up for about eight hours and overlapped a little bit. And then North America came up and they kind of dropped off. So we were kind of wondering if that was the way it was going to be, or if it was just going to disappear, uh, you know, completely during the weekdays. Uh, we did see different number of ornaments each day. Some may have one and none the next day. And then, uh, starting on Monday. So, seven, eight, nine, and 10 today, uh, worldwide ornamentation has been on. So we, we've seen them all on. I don't think that they all stay on the whole day because I have noticed that if I come in and I go back a little later, it's like, oh, there's one that I didn't see. So either I'm missing it or those things are changing. Uh, but the number of locations don't seem to be changing much at this point. Um, the under number of ornaments may have changed. Uh, so, you know, you see a couple of places that'll have, you know, 20, 15 ornaments in, in that location, that general area. Uh, you'll see some that have four or five and you'll see a few places that have just one ornament. Uh, so that's going to be fought over. Uh, at my last count, there was like 560 different cities, um, or locations that were identified. Uh, so, you know, there's a few cities that'll have, I guess you would say multiple play boxes because when they ornament them, they're all in a general area. So it's kind of a play box area. Uh, there, there are a few that will have the two of those areas, but, uh, and there's some places that don't have any at all. I'm sorry to say, if you live in New Mexico, you got to go across the state state line. Cause I didn't see a, a one in New Mexico. So uh, I think it's kind of shaping uh, up level. What level like zooming do you need to be in to see him? 
Uh, I think you can – well, I'm using IITC, and I found that with IITC, if you pull it out and you use the default black background, you can see them pretty well. So I can see the entire United States, and I can see the general locations, but you can't really tell how many are at that location. So then you can zoom in on that particular city, and then you say, oh, there's three here, there's four here, stuff like that. If you have a location that has just one, you probably is going to see it. But I think I've seen a few that I didn't see that one until I got in closer. Uh, well, that's that, that almost sounds like an IITC issue because they should be default world zoom level. Yeah. Because you can just bring up the map and, and they're there. When those ornaments are up, they'll, they'll be up. Yeah. Yeah, so I can see like Atlanta. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, it takes them a while to load in. And they'll they'll populate, and that purple on black does pop pretty well. I think the only issue that I saw, if you're kind of looking for them, is if you're in a location that has a whole lot of uh, lit up portals. You know, so if the resistance has been in town and they've lit everything up blue, uh, it might be kind of hard to see under that blue. Or if it's an ornament that's on. Um, portal that has another ornament on it so if it's set up as a scanning portal uh sometimes it's kind of hard to see it under that yellow but uh yeah you eventually should be able to see them pop up there and i don't know i gotta look and see if right now if, if they are still alive and you do have to turn on your ornaments um i have found that if i turn off links and fields and you could even turn off, you know, who has who has the resistance and enlightening. You would still see the rings. Um, We've got commentary on uh, Twitch that audio has dropped. I dropped her. We all dropped. I think across uh, the board. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, it should oh, be yeah. good now. No, it's going to the map. Uh, we'll fix it later. It's all good. <laughs> Missed nothing. All you heard was ornament. Yeah, just. Just, just oh. me talking. So nothing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was trying to show the ornaments on there, and uh, we don't have audio on that tab. So uh-huh. it, in kind of a, um, we were just basically talking about zooming. You should be able to see the ornaments zoomed out. Uh, yeah. It may take a little bit for them to show up. If you kind of look um, below below Goonie Guy on uh, the podcast, you can see there's a United States map, and that's kind of what you will see. If you get into that zoom and then you can zoom in closer to see which one's which. So I, I, very, I think it's a pretty good distribution unless you are in that area around New Mexico. Uh, there's, you're going to have to be doing a little bit of going. And of course, around where Huntsville, Alabama is, it doesn't seem to hate anything around there. Well, but that's, I mean, all the events, <laughs> it's, it's going to be in. Atlanta, Nashville, Chattanooga. Like, those are the, yeah. the places where you expect well, it anyway. I, that's what I thought, too. And then when I started looking, I looked at, at Peru, Indiana. Now, Peru, Indiana is, I think it's less than 15,000 people. I think it's like 11,000 people. And there was like six or seven lit up there. So as for how it's determining to set them up and... I'll have to watch closely on Vane to see if I get this right or not, see if he winches or, or not. Uh, <laughs> it, it does seem to be that it's it's activity. 
the ones in at least in our area that we're looking at, it's okay. We know that these portals are, you know, they're flipped two or three times a week at least. They're battled over a lot, and there's other portals that are near them that people use, but they don't battle over them a lot. You know, my couch portal, I you know, I hit that two or three times a day. You know, once going out, once coming in, but there's no battle there. So it does seem that it is activity. Now, what's the different waves? Uh, there's a little bit of discussion about the different waves. It, it could be that we're seeing the different waves that we're going to see whenever they go from one battle to the next battle. Uh, that's one theory. The other theory is that we might be looking at uh, statistics from different time periods. So maybe on Sunday, these were all the ones that had a, a certain level of activity in the last six months. And on Monday, well, these are all the ones that from six months to a year had that activity. We're not sure yet. But uh, it does look like if you get into a general area and just wait it out, you might have to jump around a little bit. And it doesn't look like most of them are going to be, I don't know, what would you say, Vane, six, seven blocks, maybe eight? Yeah, I'd say they're, they're trying to stay relative walkable distance between the clusters. I, I think that gets a little more difficult when you're in some of these areas that aren't previous anomaly boxes. Now that phase two is more global, mm -hmm. you know, an algorithm can only do so much there to determine how is the zone going to be for, for walkability. But yeah, they, they're, they're pretty decently clustered together, I'd say. Yeah. And it can't tell if there's, you know, like a fence there or paywall. Um, but it, it does look like they distribute them rather well. And so if you go into an area and you spend the, what is it, from 2.30 to 5.30 local time? Is that how they were doing it? Is it UTC? I'd have to look. Should still be local time. Local time. So, yeah, you got three hours if you don't freeze your fingers off, depending upon where you're at. Uh, you should be able to get in and, and get those. And, and, of course, there's going to be other people around there. So somebody can just drop a battle beacon while you're waiting for something to pop up if you happen to have a round that nothing goes out. And these are going to be just the rare battle beacons, correct? Correct. Yep. Still rare battle beacons deployed by NIA Section 14. So, and if they do it like they did last time, it, there'll be a little bit of overlap, but not a lot. Yeah, it's really hard to say because uh, during phase one, there, it was just so chaotic that many locations, you know, couldn't really determine if uh, Beacon had overlapped. But I mean, it's 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 in the rules that that's able to happen. So I think mm -hmm. with some of these smaller clusters, we might see that in effect. Just because there there will only be in some areas there will only be so many portals. Yeah, so maybe bring something to uh, drink if you happen to have a a wave that th nothing's happening, or somebody can throw their own battle beacon out. But yeah, it it should be really interesting. Um, I, I I really think it's kind of like a little distributed mini anomaly, you know, like a DDoS in computers a distributed denial of service we're not denying service but uh there's just taking that anomaly and just blowing it out all over the world and bits and pieces all over the place so it has that with it and then also it it kind of has the feel of uh an operation because now you're looking at hey uh, we want to make sure we get some agents here and we get some agents over here and you know we 
we don't want all of our agents into one area. We want them spread out. And so if we have guys that, you know, we got a bunch of people say, hey, we're all going to go to Chicago. Well, Chicago's only got, I think Chicago's only got like five or six. It might be better to send some of them to Bloomington, Illinois, or Champaign, or someplace else. So, and we have uh, some comments from Lizard SME in chat that anything west of the Mississippi <laughs> got screwed. Uh, portal ornamented where there's no local players. There's only two players going through in month. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that, that you circled back to that because there were some things I was trying to work in there regarding uh, location, like. There are large swatches of land where there's just, uh, just nothing. nobody there. Uh, like West Virginia is a really good one. In uh, Pittsburgh, as a city example, where you know Pittsburgh, PA, uh, not a single uh, ornamented portal lit up there, and it's it's you know a major city. You can't tell me that there isn't turnover occurring there. Uh, so I think this is potentially where Phase Three comes into play. That's a good point. Um, Personally, I'm kind of thinking that some of these negative spaces where we're not seeing anything now for phase two will be the targets of phase three, and then it'll just kind of flip. Uh, that's my hope anyway. That way, this is a little bit more distributed for everybody, since that mm-hmm. you know is the goal. Not sure what Niantic did with the data overall. Obviously, that's the secret sauce, uh, and they're, <laughs> they're keeping that pretty close to the chest for the competitive aspect. Yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, also, you know, some of the areas speculating on what that activity was that got those portals ornamented. Uh, one of the local areas that I was actually deployed out on that ended up getting beacons or excuse me, ornaments. Those portals haven't changed hands for, for quite a long time because I actually still had resonators on them despite not having visited in a couple of months. So I don't necessarily think that it was dictated solely on frequency of back and forth on the portals. I think there was something else in the secret sauce that determined hmm. those specific clusters. It could be. Yeah, I had a couple of local agents who were like, there's not a thing in St. Louis. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know why. And then you get some smaller towns that do have them. So, yeah, you could be right. It could be that, that uh, you don't want to hit them all for phase two. You need to have something for phase three. Yeah, and we had repeats like uh, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania yeah. was already in phase one and it, it has a cluster again for phase two. <laughs> it's got a quiet cluster. Oh, he found one. Well, and I'm, I'm wondering if, um, cause look, that's in, someone's got a, looks yeah, that's like a little bitty town. That's a, that's a sing, that's a single. So I, I wonder if, like, how far back did they check data to see about activity? And uh, could there be... NDA. I wonder if you could look at the portals and see if there's some, like, um, targets that were key-farmed targets, like, heavily, because <laughs> it was a really good uh, target. <laughs> um, things like that, if that could have played into it. I don't know. I'm, I'm completely spitballing here. So yeah, I will say that the ones that I'm familiar with, um, they were portals that were historically in a, a level eight peace farm. So it, it saw a lot of activity with hacks, but it also saw a lot of activities with flips. And then of course, somebody would get ticked off and come through and just blow everything up. And so it, it saw that kind of activity. So it, it just saw all kinds of activity. Um, so the only thing it probably didn't see a lot of activity 
was uh, linking and fielding. Uh, our our local area kind of has a gentleman's agreement that you know you don't don't link or field off of an eight, and we'll leave it alone. But that doesn't always work. But yeah, I could I could see there you know being issues where it's like if they just put a grid out over the world or the U.S. and went you know find the most active portals within these grids and the grids. They're almost like voting districts, right? They get cut off, and it's like, <laughs> why is that one chosen? It just happens to be that that portion, there's like almost no play, and mm-hmm. they it just like picked a portal in there. Yeah, and some of it's got to be, I mean, in the area that I'm in, I'm like, I know there's a lot of activity because I'm doing the activity. Well, that's one guy or two guys, but, you know, you get in other places, you know, there could be – 60 or 70 people that are hitting it on a regular basis. And that's the level of activity they're thinking about. So let's see. Did Triana get one? Uh, no, no, I, oh, I kept, oh, I kept an eye out for you. You didn't get one. Well, you haven't got one yet. Maybe I should go light a few of them up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's activity. Always, always. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I you know, this is kind of the first time they're doing this, so let's cut them a little break, hopefully, and maybe the next time they'll learn from this, and, um, you know, it'll, it'll be better in the future, hopefully. Yeah. And, you know, I think doing it this way, it's going to be easier on the cell phone uh, providers, because you won't have, you know, hundreds of people hitting the same tower, but it's going to be kind of tough on... Uh, NIA servers because there should be quite a bit of activity. I hope. Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry I cut you off. Oh no, no. I, I was just going to reiterate. I'm you know really interested to see the full picture of the phase three locations included as well because I think you know I'm trying to reserve judgment until we've seen all the potential locations that can be represented through the event because phase two there are a lot of areas where you know feedback that I've received from folks is like, hey, what the heck. Like we're super active community. We didn't get anything. And the whole point is to like discourage travel for Niantic, not giving locations out much in advance. So that's where I'm kind of just falling back on. Well, let's see what phase three brings. And, uh, you know, I hope phase three actually does try to fill in a little bit of those gaps. Otherwise I'll be a little sad. <laughs> and, and it doesn't mean you can't participate. I mean, you can still throw out, you know, those agent deployed beacons. And I, yeah, it's one fifth the score, but you, you're still participating. So, you know, buy five, and it's like you've won one of the ones in one of the cities. So. And, you know. this is stock Intel here. So, if you just go zoom in all the way so that you can do the filters, like, it, it won't let you do the filters when you're zoomed out like this. But if you zoom all the way in, you can go in and, and like, I think Dewey was saying earlier, um, you know, uncheck enlightened and resistance links and fields. Um, and then you're just going to see the ornaments and then you can zoom back out. And like, as you can see now on the screen, if you're watching the video and not the audio, um, you can see all the ornaments that are lit up right now, at least in the U S now the Disney ones you were talking about, were those the ones in California? So it's both Disneyland and California and uh, Disney world in Orlando. Okay. Yeah. Cause I noticed locations got hit. I noticed in Orlando it was uh, Disney and Epcot had a, a number of them in it. Yep. 
Yeah, and I believe uh, so far the only cross-faction uh, consensus that was reached was for Disneyland out of California. So keep your eyes peeled on Disneyland. Uh, check Hawaii. I think Hawaii had one on each island, which I'd volunteer to go there. <laughs> Be our on-the-field reporter. If, hey, if you, you know, you'll pick it up. Hey, we can each take an island. <laughs> I'm sure we have that in our uh, treasury for us to go out in the field. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it could be that you're only seeing two there, and then tomorrow you'll see four. So it'll be interesting to see the day before or as it gets closer if they're going to light everything up. Um, of course, what about the day of? Day of, will they light everything up? Ornament wise, I don't. I have no clue. And and Mr. NDA is not saying anything, so we'll just have to guess. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be similar to what phase one was, where the ornamentation will stay up until right before, and then during the event, no mm-hmm. ornamentation. Could be wrong, oh, though. They might, they might tweak it a little bit. So the ornamentation went away during the event? Correct. Yeah, there was no ornamentation during uh, phase one. You, you sort of had to know, well... It was obvious. Like once the event gets going, you can see where the battle begins are being yeah. deployed. Uh, so you don't really need the ornament in that case. I think it would have been nice to have kept it, but I I can understand why it probably cuts down on some of the server load to just yeah. here's the battle begin. You don't need to have the additional artifact yeah, if, on top of that. Yeah, but if you don't know where they're at, then it's like okay, one popped up two blocks away. You know, you may not be watching that, but. The the play box looks small enough that you probably can tell where they're at from from the area, and you get the ten minute countdown uh, announcement anyway. Correct? Yes. Yeah. The, they they will broadcast in in com, and I think with the com improvements, you can really easily see like if you're in the middle of an event, this is going on. You know, phase one, phase two, whatever future with the NIA section fourteen deployed beacons, they show up in the Com as I believe it's like an orange notification uh, saying, you know, battle beacon deployed by NIA section 14. So it's very distinctive when you open com. Cool. He is now ornament hunting. I, I was just kind of, while y'all were talking, I was just kind of going around and looking at some of the. Well, areas, and if you, but, you look at Europe, Europe is, is just covered. And uh, <laughs> Japan is pretty covered. Um, so Europe being covered is a good thing for us. Japan being covered is a good thing for you. Uh, so so we'll see how it works out. Yeah, it's pretty regular spacing in Europe. Not so much in uh, Africa. Okay, so, um, you know, yay. (laughs) Cool stuff. So Uh, figure out where you're going to go and and be there and be square. Uh, I don't know uh, if you want to bring this up on screen. Just send over a a screenshot that shows the COM NIA section 14. Where is it? I dropped that in the host 
hosts. Oh, in this guy, I have this toast. Off. Oh no, tragedy! <laughs> you could drop it into uh, yeah, in the dock. The dock, or you could put it into the uh, what is it called? The overlay. I'll get rid of the map in the overlay. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There we go. There we go. got that. Let's see. This is riveting. Right. <laughs> so um, while I'm getting this onto the screen, this is not the fit wrap. That's not the one I want. I'll get it. I got it. Oh, yeah. I mean, go for it. Dropped it into the dock. And I dropped it into the. Look at that. Yeah. Needs to be. Oh, he's going to do Just it. That, that cube is filling it up. Yeah, the cube. Yeah, so the top two there. The battle beacon kind of looks like the meetup beacon. Looks like. That's what it's going to look like. That's what people can expect. Orange. Yeah, it's very, very distinctive. And it also, the little, like, two lines of comm that you get right below where your agent name is in the top of the Ingress Scanner app, it will also show up as as like an orange icon there with the zero cool. zero. So it makes it pretty obvious when they're spawning in. Oh, okay. So the only so, question is, what's the weather going to be like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's And what's the day? What's the day for the purpose? Next Saturday. So not this coming Saturday, but Saturday the 19th and starts at 2.30 local time. So everybody get ready for that. And this Saturday, there's something else. Right? Isn't this like second Saturday or something? Second Sunday. Second Sunday. Not Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> and I haven't heard much about this second Sunday. Uh, I assume it's still going on. Yes? No? Vain? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay. Same, get six and get a get a tick on the badge. I don't know if we've actually seen the the full qualifying post for that yet. I, I think it, yeah, things I have been it. pretty focused on just Curious Effect and then uh, the Valentine's Day link link to your heart event. So I, I would expect more information forthcoming very soon. Okay, trademark uh, Speaking of the. Um, Back to your heart event. What what is that? Is that uh, or I just saw a heart that had a bunch of you know is made of lean. What's the event? So it's a little bit of a repeat for the. Uh, oh geez, I'm probably going to butcher it. The <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> the, we had the event previously um, where you could link underneath fields, and mm-hmm. it was you know. Pretty much just just go ham. You can you can link under a field. So did you miss a you know split to a, a layer? Well, now you can go back and, and throw that split again. Or if you want to get creative with some microfielding under a larger bath, uh, go ham. So between uh, Friday, this Friday, the eleventh, seventeen hundred UTC until Tuesday, February fifteenth at seventeen hundred UTC, you'll be able to uh, throw links underneath fields 
originally there was going to be a distance restriction on that, and that got removed. So at the moment, there will be no limit to the length of links that you can create under fields. Uh, you'll be able to hack additional uh, SoftBank Ultralinks, so it'll be a little bit of a bump up in the RNG for that. Uh, the SoftBank Ultralink Kinetic Capsule Program will be reduced from 8K to 4K, and then there will be glyph sequences filled with love, so we don't know, you know, some new glyphs out there, but we, we don't know what those will look like quite yet. So the only thing stopping links now is other links well, during that event. So any, any shenanigans people should plan on doing? Well, I mean, if you're in Salt Lake City, uh, <laughs> go ahead, <laughs> link it all up. Uh, you know, if you're perma-fielded somewhere else, go for it. But I think the you know world is is really focused right now on the the Curie's effect. Curies, At least yeah. for me, it's it's all Curie's, and this Valentine's Day is is like a secondary piece where I'm interested to see what we get for the glyph sequences, and I'll definitely be trying to get a lot of kinetic capsules done during that time, yeah. uh, just because you can never have enough soft banks. <laughs> so that's yeah. uh, Friday, uh, February 11th, 1700 UTC to Tuesday, February 15th at 1700 UTC. So if you're interested in that, uh, get ready and get prepared for it. Happy Valentine's Day event. Yay! And I, they they changed the date, so it was going to be uh, shorter, but um, either they put in the wrong date to begin with or... Sort of like they <laughs> had an announcement to come out that looked like it was an announcement that should have been for uh, Phase 1, and it came out, was that Tuesday, something like that? And uh, it, had, it had had information about phase one for Curies. And people were like, oh, they're crazy. They're making mistakes. And then somebody looked at it and was like, oh, there's a code in it. So. <laughs> they don't make mistakes. They all make and mistakes. The, <laughs> um, did we mention the, the metal for 2500 CMU? No, no we did a, not mention uh, the metal. No, a limited Valentine's time Day. ingress. Yeah, Valentine's uh, 2022 metal. Or 2,500 CMU. So, cool. More, More scanner candy. That stuff off. Uh, and I think that's about all we have in the news. Anything else I'm missing? Probably. Well, that's that's always. Anything else y'all <laughs> missed? <laughs> Not that I know. Okay, well, let's get into uh, what's in the capsule. Who's got the best idea? You want to, I want to hear about this Trojan mod. The Trojan mod? God, I just go crazy on things. It has nothing to do with prophylactics, okay? It's it's the Trojan yeah. horse. <laughs> um, I was thinking about it. It's It's got to be a very rare hackable-only item. You can deploy it. Oh, we still there? Yep. Um, you can deploy it as a mod, and I'm thinking you could put it on any factions you could put it on your faction or the opposing faction portals um and so when you put it on it when you look at just the portal it looks like just any other mod so it could be a, like a link amp a turret or whatever but it doesn't work like a link amp or a turret um it does something else so when you look at it closely so when you look at the actual mod itself 
then you can tell that it's a Trojan horse, a Trojan mod. So it might maybe a skull and crossbones or something. And what it does is it just sits there and it works like a burster. So at every checkpoint, it throws out a, a burst and it saps the energy from the portal. And so, uh, sort of slow death, so to say. And, uh, to remove it, not a problem. Uh, just hit it with a, uh, a burster and it wouldn't matter whether you are a resistance hitting a resistance portal or uh, enlightened hitting enlightened portal or lightning hitting resistance. Everybody's bursters hits these things and can pop them off. So I figured it'd be kind of fun. You just throw it on there and, and go away and it will just slowly kill somebody's portal. Um, so the only sure way they can figure out that it's there is if they clicked into the portal and then clicked into the mod to inspect each mod and see which one. See that it's there. Or they may notice that, you know, every checkpoint uh, they get a report that that portal has been hit. And I'm not sure whose name you'd put on, on the strike, whether it be the person that deployed the, the uh, Trojan mod or whether it, you know, maybe it's a unknown, but that would probably also give you a little clue that something's going on. It's like, Hey, every checkpoint I'm getting hit once. That's cool. I like so, that idea. New stuff, new stuff, new stuff. It's always good. And we have, uh, I'm going to hit this uh, submission here from Brap. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Never gets old. Brap. Says uh, they want the ability to, to add keys to kinetic capsules, a.k.a. long distance keys. Only keys that are greater than 100 kilometers, 60 miles. In your inventory, it would be great to be able to populate a portal key that is dropped from a field that you smashed that is linked from a significant distance when you don't have the resources to travel long distance or have the physical ability to reach it. It is too difficult, hit and miss, to rely on the very rare capsules to repopulate a single key. That's what I thought, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I understand completely. I think I, I think I understand this. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've heard, I've heard agents kind of request this, uh, in a few different scenarios is similar. So I think if I'm understanding from BRAP, they (laughs) want to have the ability where there would be like a key duplication recipe in the kinetic capsule where you input Ah. a key, you go walk your eight kilometers and then you get some, some keys as output. Um, that way you don't have to wait as long as the, you know, quantum capsules to do that. And I'd actually think that I'd like to see That's this cool. in the game. Yeah. To How many replace keys? the quantum capsules duplicating keys. Because I think yeah. the key duplication is an issue with permafielding to some extent. Um, I don't think it should be entirely punished and removed. But I think if you actively had to go out and get those, those key mm-hmm. caps, you know, you're using your KCAP for keys rather than other items, so it's a little bit of a trade-off. You could probably get a decent amount of keys that way, but it, it beats you know the keys just accumulating on accounts that aren't necessarily doing anything. Uh, I think it could potentially cut down on, on backpacking a little bit. Yeah. Um, something that I'd like to see for, for permafields being addressed. So, yeah. yeah, I like that one. How many keys would you say you could throw in to start with? 
Yeah, I think the recipe would really need some balance consideration there. Yeah. And just spitballing numbers, I think if you really aren't looking at the larger picture on the data, it, it could get dangerous fast. Yeah, good. <laughs> Especially since replication in the key caps or kinetic caps is much better than it was. Yeah, cool idea. Yeah, I. I what do y'all think about changing? Uh, and maybe even a new thing besides kinetic cap, capsules because it it may not lend itself to it. But to where you could actually. Um, instead of basically the predefined recipes, maybe there's a way to like put things into the capsule by you putting it in there. Right. And you would have to have something like this for the keys anyway. Right. Cause it, mm -hmm. they couldn't have a predefined one for every key. Uh, I mean, I guess it could be like a scrolly thing to go through the keys or go pick a key or something, but where you could just put it in. So maybe they could even add recipes that no one knows. Yeah. So you, you would have to try things. Um, to get it, and maybe you lose things when you get the recipe wrong. Get the recipe wrong, it blows up your keys? <laughs> or whatever you put in the capsule, right? So you try, yeah. like, I'm going to try to make this item, so you put in these things. Um, and actually, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be that, well, I guess in the end, there would be kind of a predefined list. So once you knew the things, you could remake it, you know, over and over again without fear. Hey, and who's to say it's not that way right now? Well, because we can't just put anything in the <laughs> capsule. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't even put in a you know a VR link amp to to make a soft bank. You can only put in the rare equivalent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a lot of potential with the kinetic capsules for just item crafting in general. And something that I've kind of speculated since I didn't have any direct like what's in the capsule ideas is. It would be nice if they used the kinetic capsule as a way to generate some newer items that maybe wouldn't be hackable. So mm. let's say that you had some sort of super-powered item that it would be a little bit difficult to put that out in the wild and just make it hackable. But if it had a very expensive recipe to make it and required that effort and the sacrifice of some other VR items, I think that could strike an appropriate balance where item syncs some things out of the game and allows you to create something new. So maybe that's a good idea. You know, if you wanted to have a Aegis shield that had the stickiness of the original Aegis shields, maybe you had to, you know, pop in ten Aegis shields, go walk eight kilometers, and then you get a shield that's slightly better on stickiness. A super but it sticky costs shield. a little bit more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. And like, even so, that it's like a, a group effort, and there may like, what if it, they could do some sort of. I don't even know how you do this technically, but essentially a relay race, right? Like where you walk eight miles, but then you got to hand this, and it could be a new capsule so you could pass it along or whatever, but you got to hand it off to another agent that then walks another eight. And then, so it takes even longer and more people involved, uh, even get into like cross faction exchanges for some weird reason, maybe to create this new beacon battle beacon that has some other crazy effects to it. It has to be cross-faction. Trojan mod. So the Trojan mod has to be done that yeah, way. There you go. Since it's cross-faction. Yeah. <laughs> some, some, uh, good idea. Cool stuff. I think that Lizard Slime says uh, two keys in, ten keys out. His, suggest his suggestion. So Lizard SME. I'm sorry. Not Slime. I'm old. I get it wrong. 
Now, I wonder <laughs> if they are a lizard subject matter expert. It could that's, be. That's where I'm, you know, leaning, but it's neither here nor there. Could be. Do uh, Goonie, you had some ideas, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I haven't read this in like two weeks now, though. So, um, <laughs> uh, but basically, uh, eight like an agent avatar like system with even like a home base kind of thing, and then he, and you could even add in some like the crafting stuff, but um. Basically, then you, they could have you know clothes and gadgets and vehicles and stuff to populate your your spy haven secret hideout, or maybe it's just a you know a big corp <laughs> building you work out of. <laughs> Who knows? That's all you can um, you know get through different ways: <laughs> trading, hacking, uh, incentives for being in core uh, for for. They could even give out stuff like, so we could then give out something on the show. You listen to the show, we give a code out. Like, Idol Champions is a game. They do that. Like, all their streamers, they give them a code every time. And so every time that (laughs) you listen to one of their streams for one of their streamers, and it doesn't necessarily mean a streamer that's working for them, just kind of their official streamers, um, you get a uh, treasure chest that then you can open up, and it's got a few goodies in it. So it's a way for them to kind of promote you know, where they want to get eyeballs and stuff. Um, and, and it could even be like the, you know, they could give us passcodes to give out. Kind of the, that same thing. But um, but then you could, like, store items in your hideout. So that, like, you're filled up. Well, maybe you offload your crap in the hideout. Uh, and then you go out and do your stuff. I um, mean, you're not always at the maximum, but you can't reach that stuff at your hideout unless you physically go back to the hideout to get it or send your drone to go pick up uh, an item or two and bring it back to you uh, over a certain amount of time. Um, drone service. But, so just kind of all that together with the hideout and avatars and that sort of stuff. All kinds of good. Things. And the good thing is we don't have to build them. We just stream it and we don't have to build it. Uh, Pixel Bytes had a really good idea. And I, I know I'd be one that would like this first idea. The ability to pin medals in the first row of the profile. Showcase the medals you're proud of uh, in your sea of medals. And I know that that's very similar to a lot of people were wanting the ability to rearrange the medals. So that when you screw up that uh, 18 or whatever uh, banner, that you can fix it instead of having to go back and redo them all just to get one move. Uh, so that would be be welcomed yeah. here anyway. Um, increase yeah, the level Yeah, and there's a lot cap. of games that do that, you know, already. So it's not like, uh, you know, it should be something that... Uh, is doable, right? Yeah, and, and I like metals. like you and like you said last week the the ability to group them. So if you got a banner of eighteen or something, you put that in one, and then that has an overview of what the whole thing is. And if you want to see all eighteen, you pop that one medal, and they all open. And couldn't you pin achievements or something like that in Wizards Unite? Or was that the other Harry Potter one? It's one of the Harry got- Potter ones. I think there are achievements you could like 
you could pick like your title and uh, different stuff. But then out of all your achievements, you could kind of pick the ones you showed. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd really three. like to see some reorganization added. And I think it would be a good core benefit to, you know, add to the list where if you want to rearrange the profile, you can do so freely or, you know, offer additional ways to sort it by default if they can't make it completely customizable. Like for a while, I've wanted to be able to, you know, sort where I've got my anomaly medals at the very top, but I'd almost want to have like anomaly medals, core gameplay medals, cosmetics in their own individual sections because, you know, over the years I I had bought a lot of the swag like many other people. But then I stopped redeeming the face badges after a while because they just were adding a lot more clutter. And then now that these codes have become digital only where, oh, this metal's in the shop for a limited amount of time, you either buy it or miss out. I'm starting to collect more of those, you know, just the scanner candy, as uh, Dewey J would say. So I really wish I could sort that in a way that would say, Mm -hmm. okay, I've got all those cosmetics, but maybe I want the cosmetics to be towards the bottom and I want my core gameplay metals to be up at the top or somebody else might want the reverse. They might just want all the cosmetic stuff at the top and, you know, let, let us have that freedom. I think it would be a nice thing to add, uh, personalize the profile a little bit more. And it, it would change the gameplay a little bit if you're able to kind of hide or rearrange things. Cause I know that if you're, you know, a name that you don't know shows up on the map. First thing you do is you look at the medals, you look at the, uh, you know, what, uh, where has he done missions? It's like, okay, he's done a bunch of missions in New Mexico, so probably is from New Mexico, uh, those types of things. So Maybe, it would maybe they made it where bit. if you hit it, it just kind of popped them up, but still if, some, if you wanted to, you could just hit like a tab to make them, make them pop, pop down. Because I, I could see um, that kind of working against people because, you know, there's, there's some people that don't want any data shown on there. And they might just turn them all off just for and for that sake, and then they have no badges, even though they might want to show them. But it it's just considered more data, so they turn it all off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's almost being pressured into turn them off. That maybe that's why they want to hide them completely. I, I apparently that was a bad statement. So. The dog didn't like <laughs> that idea. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's true though, because I mean, an original. Early vanilla ingress, as some people would refer to it, the olden times. If you didn't deploy a resonator at a certain level, uh, if you hadn't told anybody what your level was, you could hide the fact that you were level eight. So, when I was trying to go to be in the initial group of eight uh, resistance agents in Connecticut, I purposely, when I got to level eight, did not deploy level eight resonators until we had the first P8 build. Uh, that way, nobody locally would know that I had hit level eight. And at that time, eight was the top, correct? Yep. Yeah, that was before we got to nine through sixteen. And that was one of the things Pixel Bytes suggested is increase the level cap seventeen to twenty four. Um, I I don't know what all you would add for those higher levels. Um, you know, I don't. I don't even know what to think about that because there's so much that that would affect. Uh, I like it. I'm not saying it's a bad idea or a good idea. I'm just saying it will probably take me a month to even. 
It, yeah, it would be a really big like swing on, on the game balance. And, and I'm sure they went through that when they went from 8 to 16. Um, so, and is it like an overarching level? So if you've recursed, you're still working up towards that, you know, 17? Or do you have to get back to 16 first before you can Everybody goes to back 17, to 1. But then you can't Just, recurse. Nope. Can't we set it. everybody back to 1. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, if they want to, you know, kill the game in a day, that could be a way to do that, it. That would do it. Um, do you want another one? Yeah. Keep them uh, coming. Okay, Pix- let's go down to, well, Pixel Byte's got another one right here. Recursion skills. Example, able to deploy two level eight resonators once per day with CD of... 24 hours, less XM used and recharging, less damage received by damaging portal hacks, uh, longer recharge distance with each recurse. So basically giving you something for those upper levels. Uh, Each recurse able to use items without a level cap. So recurse level one agent can use level eight items. So I I think giving something for a recursion besides just a metal tick is would be a good thing, but I don't think it can be something that uh, forces people to recur. Like give them a point zero zero you know one bonus to something or something that then each time it goes up by that. It, so it's a, such a minuscule amount to it. Uh, yeah, that it, it doesn't cause people to go, oh, well, I've got to recurse, but it does give a little something. Or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, just as long as it stays within game balance, you should be all right. Yeah, I had almost thought that when some of the pandemic bonuses go away, the double R7 deploy would be a nice thing to kind of almost keep for recursion because it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, decrease the amount of people necessary for a P8 build during normal times, but it would add that ability to where, you know, you can deploy out a a P6 solo, or if you've got two, you know, recursed agents, you can deploy a P7. Because eventually when that change goes back, that's, you know, that's going to be a little bit of a... That's going to suck. ...curve for (laughs) for some folks, because I think we've got agents out there that have joined ingress since the pandemic began and have never experienced that's all they know, know. the fact that you can only build a p5 solo <laughs> yep that's true yeah it will just feel like a negative effect to them and i know I when mean, they, maybe they'll just leave it in yeah when they roll back some the of the things line. for pokemon they they're those people kind of kicked back a little bit on those as well i think Pixel Bytes had an idea that is similar to one that I had. Uh, sure, called, sure, sure. I know it. I, I, I'm going to take credit for it, but he probably came up with it first. Um, a range extender, or you could call it an influence enhancer. So uh, sort of like a, a mod or a, a, sort of like an, what I want to say, Uh a mod that increases your range or area influence for about five minutes. And so you could, you could even level it. So like a common one is 25% more. So you can go out to 50 meters, a rare 
is 50% more. You go out 60 meters and very rare go out, you know, double the, double your area. So 80 meters total. So it's not something that stays there all the time, but if you need that little boost, so you're, you know, you're standing at a wall and you know, I just can't quite make it to that portal on the other side. I whip out the old range extender and use it. Then I can hit that portal for five minutes. So it's just, it's a completely separate item that you're using. Yeah, it's kind of like an apex. You, you use it, it burns, okay. and, and then it's gone. That's a good way to phrase it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe Yeah, maybe a little more permanency to it, but like... Go a little longer? Go once a day or something? Like yeah. Instead I, of it being, you know, I don't know... So, I mean, you Something can play with that. You had to maybe if you hacked them. I'm just thinking if you had to buy it, like yeah. Apex, it would be yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to buy them, I mean, we could generate some more cash for NIA and just let people buy them, uh, or you can buy them and hack them. Um, I guess just here in the Apex, that's where my brain went. But yeah, I think if it was a hackable item, then yeah, yeah, and maybe even something that would dupe. Uh, you know, then then you could, you know layer them up and then you'd have it for a while. And and I don't know if that would throw the balance of the game off that much, but I, I mean, would someone figure out a way to make a balance of the game? Maybe <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll is, find a loophole is, is that is um, how you were phrasing it. I, I don't see anything right off the bat. Um, and I did want to go back to the, the ideas before, like I, some of those things he was talking about, like getting for recursion, I think those would be, um, cool ideas. Maybe is more of a, like, as you progress in levels, maybe you could specialize or something and get some, uh, different effects. Cause I, I, I've mm-hmm. always thought it would be cool if agents could actually like, maybe you like building more, or maybe you like going out and blowing up portals more if you could actually specialize towards one way as you level up. Yeah. Um, to me, I think that'd be cool that like, Oh, Hey, you need to come with us because we need someone who has we, the we ability. Need, that yeah. We need an engineer and, and these guys over here need a soldier. So to yeah. say, so yeah, I, I could see that, that after you hit your 16, uh, I got mic problems. Yeah. The biker can uh, uh, use their kinetic capsule while they're on a bicycle. There you go. Like that. Did we lose Vane? Nope, I'm still here. all foggy. <laughs> okay, you were getting foggy and I hadn't heard you in a while. I'm like, oh, we lost him. He fell asleep on us. Uh, um, a, uh, oh, If I'm a mer. Media lockers? I think I've heard somebody say something about media lockers before. Yes. Oh, me- media lockers it. are a uh, yeah, very public, <laughs> very a freebie too. Frequently suggested. A... And and you know, make it hold like ten and uh, charge people for them. Uh, 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 you got to do at least hundred. <laughs> okay, hundred. And I, I to go along with that, I would like to see a key locker that you could freeze a key and put it in there. So you could never use this key in the game. If you put it in this capsule, you could never take it out. 
But it's like I have some keys that are just, you know, my memory keys. And I ne- like I don't even want to use them by accident. Um, so put maybe but you I don't want those... to take away space in in one of my key capsules or in, you know, my inventory. So maybe it's sort of like a media locker, just you have a long-term storage locker that you throw media, you throw keys, certain things you can throw in there, and they stay in there. Yeah, you can't get it out. You can delete it, but you can never take it out. That would work for media. That would work for, you know, keeping keys like that. Maybe your your first Aegis you ever hacked, you want (laughs) to save it and put it in there. A bronzer. It's a bronzer. You put it in there, it bronzes it, you're done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and maybe if you went to that level, then since you couldn't take it out, you couldn't trade it. Maybe now you could upload your own, um, like bio card that you could access in your scanner, but other, like, so other people couldn't get in and see your stuff in this capsule. Right. So, but then you can pull up your card and, you know, show someone your bio card uh, maybe even share it that way or the QR code on our, anyway. Yeah. We'll talk about that one. <laughs> Crafty Chaplin had an idea. The ability to add together bursters, cubes, or resonators to get higher levels. So I assume he's talking stacking, uh, stacking bursters. Now I'm thinking this would be like combining you know, a bunch of bursters to make like a level nine XMP, something, yeah. something like that. Cause it's almost like the higher levels capsule. in there. Yeah. 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 I think that's where, you know, leverage that kinetic capsule, add in some recipes that result in new items, but require a quantity of existing items. Cause really there, there aren't many item sinks in ingress other than just firing your bursters to, you know, take care of enemy portals and, and deploying out resonators there was something that could take a little bit of this VR loot out of the game, but offer some strategic advantage and shake up a little bit of what agents loadouts look like. And I mm-hmm. think that could benefit. What about, uh, what about a just... craft? What about a crafting K cap? So you have a, a kinetic cap that's specifically designed for crafting. And uh, if you screw it up, the K cap blows up and you got to go buy another one. And I think that's where the, the kind of the, the choice and the strategy comes into play, because if you can only do so many K caps per day, yeah. uh, you've got to really decide what you're going to do with those available recipes. And if you want to get the maximum, you know, output, you got to be walking a lot to get it. Mm-hmm. So it would just encourage, you know, more, more play time rather than just sitting around waiting for items to duplicate in your, your quantums. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, then they could they could also make a a new kind of kinetic capsule. Like, what if, what if the capsule instead of it from walking, it was from walking past um, portals that were resonated, and it actually drained some of your, but only your faction. So you couldn't use it to go drain the other faction, but it would drain a little bit of you know stuff from that portal, um, and you had to like you know, go from portal to portal to do that. Maybe you could only take a certain amount from one portal. Uh, so you can just sit there and recharge it and keep sucking stuff out. Um, but it would have you walking, but also potentially damaging your own portals. I guess maybe they don't want that. But. 
Yeah. I, I, I'm all for negative effects. <laughs> I, yeah. It, there's always that weird like spot, like, well, you don't want people trolling or using a backpack to like use it to blow up, you know, portal. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how could you have it not do that, but have the similar, um, mechanics. Maybe it's just being in range of a portal and it doesn't actually affect the portal. It's uh, yeah. an idea. Doing missions. I mean, there's different ways. Anyway. Uh, from the chat, looks like Arcfang says checkbox option on a locker to enable double confirmation to pull out delete from it. So you can utilize already existing lockers. Like so, basically being able to lock your capsule. Lock your capsule. I mean, I mean, I think that could be good. I, 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 if someone yeah. wants to use it, they can use it, right? Like, so it's not like it doesn't break hmm. anything. Doesn't break anything. Yeah, there's an idea. Uh, Maybe it even puts it in a different um, slot in your inventory. So, like, if you're looking at all your capsules, it won't even be in there. Yeah. So it'd be in a separate, you know, separate your collection capsules or something. Yeah. There you go. Could you drop a lock capsule? And it stays locked? I I think there is a uh a potential use for having a capsule that you could lock and even put like a four digit passcode in, on. So you could lock a capsule with some stuff and drop it somewhere. And if someone grabs it that isn't supposed to, at least you know they're not getting the contents unless they you work know, at it. Brute, brute force hack brute, it. Brute force it. There's an idea. Or maybe there's that. even a skill to hack it, right? Like there that could go. be a whole <laughs> new mechanic of the game. Scanning. Scanning. Yeah. This is where, you know, if, if Niantic's collecting all this AR data and uh, mapping out the world, maybe, you know, if a portal has hit a certain threshold of scans or, you know, if AR is implemented at that portal, you can hide a capsule in the AR space. There you go. Sort of, sort of a, we were talking about loot crates, sort of an agent loot crate. Hmm. Yeah. And even doing like drop crates and stuff. Like, I mean, there's so much potential getting into like the AR and uh, hopefully VR, even though I know y'all are worried people are going to get run over and, and drive off cliffs. <laughs> um, we're, not, we're not riding segways here. We're not just going to roll off bridges and stuff. We've it's survived for nine AR years. Helmet. That's right. We're we going to make it. We can make. Oh, man. But yeah, no, these are some good ideas. Good ideas. And well, I, um, yes. I was going to say, Pixel Bites has another one. Uh, uh, let's save it for next delight. show because we're already like almost half an hour oh, over. Oh, unless oh, you really oh, want okay. to get to it, it's, I think it's the last one out of his. Okay. So drones traveling through links. So basically, shard drones. Yeah. Did we lose your drones? Could go a long way. Um. So if I got a drone on a portal and I got a hundred mile, a hundred kilometer link. It could shift down that 100 kilometers to the other portal. <laughs> I'm speechless. I, I mean, is there any... So, I, so I'm speechless because 
Like, I don't know of the sh- if there's any shenanigans that can you can do with a drone, really. Like, you're not getting, like, a great the only deal thing of I, stuff, so... Yeah, the only thing I could see is if I had a key to, like, uh, an L8 farm, mm-hmm. and I could then link to that L8 farm and then ship my drone to that L8 farm instead of having to drive the 100 kilometers to get to the L8 farm, and then it can sit there and it can, it can farm there yeah and i'm okay with that like i think if that if that's what we're talking about i'm just like because i think that's great for especially for people in you know areas that they're just never going to have a level eight you know portal and it's Um, not like you could go there unless the link's there anyway so right so either someone would have had to come bring him a key or set up the link or you know that something yeah like that even makes it almost more yeah or yeah, so go a, submit portals every a kilometer and a half between there <laughs> and the other one until they get it. Get close. But, yeah, I mean, if you've got somebody that wants to help you out, and uh, so you, you drop them a key, and they throw a link from their farm back to you, to your couch portal or whatever, and then you send your drone down the road. Maybe that's what the Mark II drones will do. Who knows? We don't know what they do. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. That can be added, right? Especially with the, yep. the drone stuff is, is like being able to upgrade drones and, and things like that. Like I think drones are actually a great place to where if you wanted to add features for recursed agents, your drone can go a, another kilometer for every time you recurse. There you go. I'm okay with that. Yep. Like what's the maximum hack you output okay you can get from a drone hack? Do we know that? And same that a- same output. It's uh you know same hack output as a as a regular hack. I, I think in terms of drop table, I don't just think you don't you just don't get keys. Yeah, I don't right. think Niantic's ever That's really confirmed thing. that. But so I I mean, and you're not going to get any sort of um like bonuses. So if if anything's going off on that portal to give bonuses for the people there, you're not going to get those from a drone, right? Or do you? So if you uh, had one on after uh you know a battle beacon win and you you put a drone on there and ran off and used it to hack, would you get this the bonus would output? You get the bonus? I don't see why not. I don't know. I think this is this is like a um um something we need to test after this next go. event. So everybody throw your drones on on. The beacons after you win or lose, and uh, let us know what what happens. What what do you get? So hack it with the drone, hack it without the drone. Have people around you do the same thing. Write down the numbers. Give them to us. <laughs> this is science. This is ingress science here. It is. It is not scientific, but it is science. <laughs> and that's about it. And we, there, there's a few more ideas uh, throughout here, and we'll get to those. And a future show, maybe another episode of What's in the Capsule, or maybe we'll quit talking so damn much and just get a few ideas every show. Who knows? There you go. You should have stopped me. No, it's not you. It's it's all of us, <laughs> except for Vane tonight. He's been really Vane, quiet. Vane's been kind of. Some, he's been some in topics. NDA mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I could no, talk. No, I, anyway, so achievement code for watching, listening, or. You know, having a friend tell you what it is uh, for 
the show tonight is AA Capsule Fun AA, and it's active. So go submit it on the website, agentacademypodcast.com. Get you uh, a badge for watching the show. Isn't that great? And if you do have any other ideas you want to submit, you can either uh, leave us a, a, you can tweet us, you can leave a comment on YouTube video when it's live. You can uh, fill out the What's in the Capsule submission form on the website, or you can put it into an envelope with a, a $20 bill and mail it to Vane. His home address is... <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Wow. And that's about it. So thank y'all for watching. And um, I think uh, next week has is, is got some uh, events and Valentine's Day itself. So I we are possibly doing a show we haven't discussed it we'll discuss it and we'll let you know on on the twitters and depends the, on what the wife says right <laughs> yeah well i'm i'm gonna be uh, making cookies Ooh. homemade dough homemade go. frosting ground up love cookies i'll see if i can get some pictures and that's it that's uh we're out so good night yep. everyone Bye. Bye. Night night.